0: Hey there! Hey! How are
1: you? I'm excited. Are you? I am. It's almost like the more grotesque the person I talk about, the happier I get. I feel like that's sad. Well, cool. Yeah, or cool.
0: Whichever. Well, just so everybody knows, I'm Chrissy.
1: Oh, and I'm Carrie. (laughs) And we are Status macabre. Macabre.
0: Welcome. We're <laughs> officially back from Key West. Yes, and one of us is very tired. I can't. I yeah. I got nothing. I got my shot yesterday. My second, second shot. My second shot. And so I'm dragging ass. You guys. She walked in, and I was like,
1: "Uh, somebody doesn't look so well." And she literally. I did not notice that. But I'm looking, like, she literally has a mark on the side of her face. Like, you have had your head on a desk all day. <laughs> I,
0: I, li- I have my head. Do I? Yeah. That's horrible.
1: I'm so Thank tired. God we're not live. I know, right? Oh, God. Oh, and guess what? I had my hair did today.
0: I know. She looks all fancy, <laughs> beautiful. I'm Aww. like, oh, no.
1: Chrissy, I'm like, what the hell
0: happened? <laughs> it's been a rough day. I'm kidding. It's not that bad, you guys. <laughs> no, it was a rough day. I mean, work work was work. And then I'm just tired.
1: Right. Yeah. And I'm kind of pseudo in between jobs and have a part time job right now. So. Yeah. That sucks too. It's tough. I was, yeah. It's tough. It's a tough life.
0: It is a tough life. But then you're leaving tomorrow. Oh, yeah. I'm going on a trip tomorrow. I'm going up to Boston. Yay. Yay. Boston.
1: I'm excited. Wicked smart. Wicked smart. (laughs)
0: I love me some Boston.
1: It's a lot of fun. This will be my second trip up there.
0: I know. Maybe you'll actually get to go to the city.
1: Well, yeah, I'll be up there for a whole week, so oh. there's going to be definitely some times to get out and about and do stuff. Oh, I hope um, so.
0: I love Boston. as my like favorite city. Yeah,
1: yeah. I can see why.
0: Uh, I can see
1: why right now, kinda. But I'm oh, a maybe- little. There's some areas where I'm like.
0: I don't this place doesn't look like I should be here. Oh no, I mean you don't go to Cracktown, but I mean go to the north end and eat some eat your way through I feel like all I should be the, the
1: north end. I feel like it's the south end. I don't know, there's there's I know there's a whole South of
0: Boston, yeah. No. There's a
1: whole I don't know what the, if, if there's an argument or there's a there's turf wars or something with north turf and south. War, no,
0: no, 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 no. But The
1: south I, doesn't like the north and the north doesn't like the south.
0: No, you got the Italians in the north and it's the best ever. Okay, So, <laughs> so but we're going back up in the end of May.
1: Yeah. And honestly... I'm this, so
0: excited about that. In a
1: few weeks because like in two days...
0: It's going to be May. Saturday's May 1. I know.
1: And we got to go back and I need to figure out the day we're leaving. I forgot all about it. Not about it, but the date.
0: Yeah, we're, we're leaving on off. the 28th, I think, and or 29th. I oh, can't remember. That's right, because of the holiday. Yep, and we're going to stay in the Lizzie Borden house. Yep. Um, oh my
1: gosh, you guys. That's going to be super so exciting. Exciting.
0: One of the things, though, we got to figure out how we're going to.
1: Because I think we're both going to be, we're both going to have a lot to say about that trip. Yeah, I'm so excited.
0: Yep. So, so, yeah. So, yeah, that's coming up. Um, we did post a couple pictures of our booze bandages. And um, I I don't know if folks have had a, had a chance to take a look at those on social media, but um, we're going to update the website. So um, if anybody's interested, um, I'm also thinking um, we're going to be in touch with, um, some t-shirt makers so that we can yeah. um, get some t-shirts out there. So a lot of cool things coming up. Um, It'd be nice if we
1: had like one of those t-shirt
0: cannons. Oh, yeah, I mean, and we'll shoot them to people be, across the street.
1: We'll never be anywhere to use those. <laughs> I know anytime soon, but I freaking like, want one.
0: I feel like at had a hockey game, the Zamboni League, the, just starts shooting yep. t-shirts. Yep, or... Anyway. Yeah, out
1: on a boat, just start tossing them on the islands where yeah. people are in their, you know, yeah. out in the backyards with family. Yep. Yeah.
0: So, yeah. Anyways, a lot, of, a lot of cool things going on, guys. I'm gonna be half asleep during this episode, but I and, and honestly, I don't know what's going on. I know who She's we're talking about, but so my reactions are gonna be 100% authentic.
1: So <laughs> they, they are. So, <laughs> they are. So, so I mean, I guess we're ready to. Are we Let's ready to
0: jump Let's in, just jump dive in. into the macabre. So we're gonna
1: be talking about Luis Garavito. So, mm. as an American, we would say Luis. Yeah, probably, is pronounced Luis. Yeah. Luis. Luis. So Luis is, uh as far as I'm concerned, one of the worst serial killers. In history,
0: even worse than the Kroll guy, Kroll the troll. Oh. That guy was gross. Okay, so I guess what defines worse? I mean, because you're we're eating talking people. About,
1: Okay, if we're talking about a quantity, yeah. Um, I you know, Luis did not eat anybody. Okay, well then. So I, he did, he didn't eat anybody, and he did not get entrails clogged in his toilet in the toilet, and theory. the police didn't see you know a, a hand stew on the stove when they arrived and do And homework. Then in my
0: book, he's not as bad as Kroll the Troll.
1: But I like it, Kroll the Troll. However, Kroll is from Colombia. No, uh, mean, I'm sorry,
0: Luis. <laughs> there you go. Kroll's from Germany.
1: Kroll's still from Germany. Yes. Uh Luis was a Colombian man who murdered between 138 to 192 boys. And when I say boys, I mean boys. Um, like what ages are we talking? Uh, you know, four, five,
0: six, up to oh maybe 15 geez. or 16. Oh, my God.
1: And and the victim count could actually be in the 300s.
0: Oh, my God.
1: So we, better known as the Beast, he had a nickname, the Beast.
0: No, That sounds about accurate. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Many of his victims... Lived in extremely poor neighborhoods, away from their families, because the families could not afford to support the children. Um, so there were homeless children. And um, so he preyed on the homeless. He preyed on the homeless kids. Yep. Oh, jeez. And awful. he specifically he preferred young boys. Mm-hmm. You know, I know we've talked about serial killers who. Prefer young women or women only, or some who don't have a preference, but he stuck to young boys, and particularly stuck to the homeless boys. And it was easier for him to to go unnoticed, really. Right? You know, they were. I hate to say it, but they weren't really at the top of the food chain when it comes to when it comes to trying to figure out what happened to this this child. Right. So Luis was born January twenty fifth, nineteen fifty seven. During the Columbia's Civil War now when I'm talking about Colombia I don't mean Columbia South Carolina for <laughs> all, all of you folks wondering but I'm talking about uh, Colombia which is in South America and it's on the northwestern tip of South America and it kind of borders uh, Panama and the Caribbean Sea on that side mm-hmm. so this and the extreme poverty which I just talked about with you know the children who were homeless it was they were extremely, Poor families could not support the kids. They were turned out into the streets.
0: I Like, just let them go?
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. It was a terrible time. Plus, it was a war.
0: Yeah, no, I get it. I just can't imagine, you know, parents like, okay, we're in a civil war. We're poor. Get the hell out.
1: So you, <laughs> you know? have already the, the country, the state,
0: mm-hmm. the region
1: is crippled, just like Kroll, right?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, crippled with war. And then you have a family... Tons of families, thousands of homeless children—not just boys, but thousands of homeless children. Um,
0: and and I guess no orphanages,
1: none that I that I was that I was able to find in the research that I did. Mm-hmm. But due to the, you know, because of the poverty and because of the war, it really leads us. Why well, I say us, but I'm going to say me to speculate to so why their disappearances and murders were completely overlooked, mm-hmm. um, because many boys were found, but. You know, there wasn't a lot of investigations. There weren't very many investigations that were started. They thought, you know, hey, human traffickers or, you know, um, drug deals.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so right. There, was,
1: there was so many different excuses and reasons mm-hmm. as to why they, they really didn't look into these murders and disappearances. Luis was the oldest of seven boys and was raised in Western Columbia, he only attended school for a few years and endured an extremely difficult childhood as well as the siblings. So Luis and all all of his brothers were abused physically and were abused emotionally and I don't know if they were all abused sexually, Mm -hmm. but I know Luis was.
0: So, and he had a mother and a father, or was he abused by just one or the other? Yep, we
1: are. We are getting. We are getting
0: there. Oh, sorry. Yep. That's okay. No, no,
1: no. This is all. This is all good. (laughs) So he only attended school for a few years. Like I said, he endured a lot of. Physical abuse, had a difficult childhood, as well as the siblings. Their father was an alcoholic. His name was Manuel, and he was really the source of all of his physical abuse. Okay, that sounds about right. Um, now, his father had friends, neighbors, that would abuse him sexually. Oh, God. Um, and and physically, it was it's just it's just gross. So, like I said, Manuel is his father. Um, his father also abused his mother. His mother was a drug addicted prostitute. Oh God! And Manuel would force Luis when they were young. Mm-hmm. They would he would force Luis and his brothers to watch his mother with her clients. Oh my God! He would tie uh, Manuel would tie his mother up his wife up and and beat her and oftentimes he would beat her late into her pregnancies
0: so do we even know if all these children are Manuel's children i mean they could be any yeah one of her clients yes if we're gonna call them that
1: could be any one of them And, and, and who knows really that manuel was even Luis's father right truly um sure there was I don't know for sure. And mm-hmm. Manuel was, you know, he was very much known around the town as a womanizer. Mm-hmm. As the children grew older, the abuse changed from, you know, from this emotional abuse where they're watching Manuel beat their mother or they're watching her have sex with her clients mm-hmm. or they're, you know, whatever's going on. Um, and it began to get a lot more physical. So Manuel was beating his children, and so much so that the kids would hide every single day when it was time for Manuel to come home. So I I mean, that can't, kind of anxiety where you are a child and you're supposed to be having fun and playing and you can't because you're worried you're going to get beat, beat every yeah. single day when your dad comes home.
0: I can't imagine the stress and the... And just the buildup of frustration. You don't know as a kid how to express those feelings. And they're just, you think that's normal. You push it down. No wonder that shit comes back up later in life.
1: I mean, it's, I mean, I, my heart, and it's so sad Mm -hmm. um, because we know the type of man that he turned into, but my heart just aches for this.
0: For For the children. Yeah, Yeah. For all the children that have gone through this kind of bullshit as a child that then grew up later in life to be horrible monsters I, you know it's it's it, you feel sorry for the kids but it's like no wonder what oh, yeah. did you expect to have happened you can't i mean it's like when you beat a dog oh yeah you know and you and then and those they, videos are all over facebook right and you beat the dog you beat the dog you beat the dog and then the gut dog bites you know the neighbor and is aggressive what the fuck did you think was gonna happen
1: yeah there's there's Ugh. there's some sort of sick wicked power trip that it it goes on in people yeah. like this right. and you know what likely it stemmed from from something that they've dealt with in their
0: childhood i'm you know, I, oh which, it's a vicious cycle it is yeah
1: and you know speaking about childhood Luis's clearly was not good at home yeah but it wasn't Good with his peers at school, either. You know, he was picked on a lot. He was not liked by the kids at school. Mm -hmm. Manuel would not let him play with any of the other children. And as he grew older, he became a target of bullying because he had glasses, and these glasses were. Kind of thick now, and he also had a timid personality. But when I I want to go back to the glasses because I went and looked for pictures of him as a child with glasses on, and I didn't really see very many when he was young. But I saw these glasses as he got older. Mm-hmm. So I don't know at what age he was wearing these glasses. Um, I'm sure there's probably pictures somewhere, and he looked like a really cute kid. You know, like the the pictures that I saw were I would guess 10, 11, 12 age range, you know, he had these little gumbo ears, and he looked like a really cute, little, really, really sweet kid, and again, my heart just goes out for that child.
0: I know, but kids are so cruel. They are. You know, the things that I used to be called as a kid, you know...
1: Oh my god, I can't even get into that. I'm not even going to get into that, but yeah. Oh, no, I no, mean,
0: I, know. I was bony, bony macaroni, olive oil, I, I told you, like giraffe neck, which... To all those people, I want to say fuck you because there, I am, I want to say fuck you too. I mean, I am gorgeous now. I'm
1: gorgeous. Kidding. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous, I'm gorgeous
0: now. <laughs> I mean, the kids are fucking mean, and it's horrible. You know, it 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 eats away at your self esteem. It's you know, you never think you're good enough.
1: It's and yeah, and you carry that into an adulthood now. And absolutely, if you have to deal with that at home mm-hmm. and from oh, neighborhood kids right. or school kids or community. It's double Yeah. It's double whammy. It's 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 terrible. So yeah. I mean I think basically, well, I know Chrissy and I can kind of we can absolutely relate to now I cannot relate to watching my mother being pimped out i just want to make that very- okay. good. <laughs> yeah, oh my I'm god saying, no. like the bullying part right like we can we can relate to that sure um, and that's already bad enough but then when mm-hmm. you don't have an outlet well you'll mm-hmm. see what he turns into we already know what he turns right. into. right um but during these years while he's being abused at home while he's being a- bullied at school and from the community um, over the next few years, a very violent temper starts to build within him. And at times, when he's had enough bullying, or whatever has happened in his life, um, he would lash out. And by the time he was 11, Manuel, his father forced him to drop out of school and sell odds and ends and knickknacks to help support the family. Now, already, during a civil war in colombia there's thousands of homeless children and then your father's going to make you go out and sell knickknacks probably in an area that is not
0: safe i'm well and i'm curious what are knickknacks so like and, and i mean you, i know like what trinkets,
1: like or... like re- religious um Religious-related little okay. figurines. There was I, a number of things that he sold.
0: Okay, I didn't know if the knickknacks being things that they you stole. You mean like patty wax? No. <laughs> <knick-knack-> <laughs> and then bought his dog a bone. <laughs> You're an idiot.
1: <laughs> I wanted to squeeze that in all day.
0: <laughs> Holy shit. No, I'm just saying, you know, shit that he stole from other people.
1: Um, It did not... S- specifically say i don't get the sense that he i didn't get the sense in my research that he was a thief i don't know how he acquired these knickknacks to be honest with you or these you know also i put quotes slash odds and ends
0: um he got it from the old man rolling home maybe yeah right (laughs) (laughs) now
1: (laughs) sorry i'm sorry now who's the idiot i had to finish it out (laughs) i'm glad we finished it that was great (laughs) so he was forced to drop out of school at 11 He's forced to sell odds and ends, trinkets, whatever he could find, whatever he could get his hands on. Maybe he stole them. I'm not sure. To help support the family. Well, between the ages of 12 and 15, Luis is also being tortured and raped by two of Manuel's friends. Mm. However, Manuel does not. I'm sorry. However, Luis does not tell Manuel because he's afraid that his father will not believe him. I personally think he's probably afraid of what Manuel would do to him.
0: I was going to say he'd probably join in or something. Who knows? Either that
1: or beat his son for allowing this to happen. And the kid's already been abused so much. He doesn't know what's right, what's wrong. He probably doesn't know what's up and down. Right. Um, And one of the abusers was a local drugstore owner. And this gentleman, this man, this piece of shit, would often bite Luis's penis he would bite it he would bite his penis and he would bite his scrotum and he would bite his butt now oh my god i I, i'm sure they weren't it doesn't matter uh, bites full-on bites you know he had bite marks
0: i mean that's just gotta hurt i i mean ow
1: yeah (laughs) and you know and he would also repeatedly burn him with a candle
0: oh god
1: and You know, it's also around this time that he's starting to develop homosexual tendencies and they're really starting to, he's really starting to recognize them Mm -hmm. and they're beginning to grow. And it's also about this time. And again, I know we're talking about a a few years of a a range between 12 and 15. It's still tragic and terrible, but he's also being raped by, by other men. So. God,
0: he's just being passed from one person to the next person to the next person.
1: It's it's disgusting. Um, so much so that Luis himself begins molesting his younger brothers, as well as torturing and killing small animals. And it was said that when the when he didn't have an outlet for his anger, he would find a small animal or a bird, and he would just vent and, and, and rip it to shreds.
0: I know, but do you blame, I mean, I, oh. I, again, I'm not condoning any of yeah. this behavior, don't get me wrong, but from a psychological standpoint, what do you expect is going to happen? You, I mean, and I know there's so many people that whor- worse things have happened to them in their childhood, but you know, it, it people are going to snap.
1: Yeah. It's really sad because I think I don't know that at any point before he murdered his first victim mm-hmm. that it like oh if we could have just stopped now he would have been okay i'm not saying that but there could have potentially been some help but maybe there would not have been a child that was tortured right it could have been
0: like re- rehabilitated
1: possibly i mean i have i have heard because i also even though we do a true crime podcast we both listen to yeah. true crime podcasts and mm-hmm. i have heard um, people on these true crime podcasts that say living with the rape and the torture is worse than having been... They they almost wish they had died. Yeah. Now, i I don't know. I would not even begin to even try to speculate. But I have probably just a little too much hope. But I just... I just keep every, throughout this whole article, I was like, okay, we could have just got him help here. If we could have just got him oh, help Oh, yeah, yeah. Here. Well, I
0: think that's everybody. But I think, you know, some people are born evil and some people, it's, that, it's that's the nature verse, yeah. versus nurture. And there was no nurturing in this situation whatsoever.
1: Right. But I I think with him, and I've clearly... I, I'm not a psychologist or a psychiatrist, but I'm going to speculate, and I'm going to tell you my opinion. Go ahead. And I and- <laughs> think, I think that he is one of the people that probably would not have turned out a murderer mm-hmm. had he had a better childhood.
0: Yeah, no, agree. That's yeah.
1: that's what I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's that's my opinion. No. Yeah. Thank
0: you, Dr. Kerry Simmons. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so when he was 16, he was caught trying to molest a boy at a train station. And he was arrested. But once he was released, he was arrested, he was held, he was questioned, and he was released. Um, his father would not let him come back to the family home, to the family house. So he found himself one of the thousands of homeless children of Colombia, trying to make ends meet, trying to do whatever they had to do to get fed and to stay warm so he's out of the house at 16 terrible but maybe not so terrible because he doesn't have to deal with the abuse from his father
0: sure well that or the people that clearly his father passed off
1: yeah so on him so i you know during the research i got the sense that this really wasn't a burden for him yeah (laughs) you know um but he ends up traveling all over Colombia in search of jobs to to support himself. Um, he finds a job at a bakery and tries to settle in, but he's having a very difficult time due to his drinking. So he started drinking, um, and it increased so it it had increased so much so that he ended up. He ended up losing the job at the bakery. And then he decided that, you know, he's like, hey, I need psychiatric help. Oh, wow. So he's ha- he's hearing malicious voices. Um, he knows that this is not right. And he goes, yeah, so he goes and he seeks medical treatment.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. Well, good for him. Yeah.
1: Well, he was admitted you got to be honest, though, people. You got to be honest about what you're dealing with, right? So mm-hmm. he was admitted for thirty days, but he never once mentions any of the the um, the pedofi- the pedophilic philic is that right? Mm-hmm. Pedophilic attraction that he has towards young boys, and he really doesn't mention the the sexual abuse and the physical abuse that he
0: endured as a child. Okay, so he checked in, uh, himself in saying, I'm hearing voices, I'm drinking too much, but not why. Yeah,
1: or the sexual sadism. Right, okay. You know, feelings yeah. or yeah. emotions that are starting to you know, Well, yeah, to know you bubble. can't get
0: help and, unless you get to the root of the problem.
1: Right. So he's in there for 30 days, and, you know, he's released. So needless to, needless to say, his stay in the hospital does not really do much help for mm-hmm his future, but does kind of help him get through a difficult time. Right. Um, So he's released from the hospital. He's still in the Columbia area. He begins working at a grocery store, and he actually starts a relationship with an older woman named Claudia.
0: Relationship like? Boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Brown chicken, brown cow. Brown chicken,
1: cow cow. Brown chicken, brown cow. Yeah, that's exactly it. (laughs) While on his lunch breaks, he would find a remote place, and he would lure boys to him with candy, and he would rape them, Ugh,
0: and he would torture God. them with razors. Now he's not with
1: razors. With
0: razors. Now
1: he's not killing them yet, but he is raping them and he's torturing them.
0: Wait, wait, what's he doing with the fucking razor? He's cutting them. Like, oh,
1: <laughs> he's not. He's not cutting them where their guts are pouring out of them, but he's slicing them while he's having sex with them. He enjoys. Torturing Ugh. these people or these children. Yeah, and Ugh. he continues this for a while. Um, believe it or not, he's not caught. These children are all homeless. They don't. Yeah, who are they going to go tell? What? Well, yeah, what are they going to do? Yeah. Um, and he decides to move on, and he moves on to an area just around the Columbia area. It's called Peraria. I'm probably not pronouncing that correct correctly. But it's not too far away from Colombia. So mm-hmm. he tends to stay in the <clears throat> adjoining counties or adjoining area of, of Colombia. And so I keep saying counties. I don't know that they have counties down there.
0: I don't know what the hell they have. They have places. Small towns. Like, <laughs> let's
1: go with towns. Village.
0: villages. I don't okay. know.
1: <laughs> um, and then he meets another woman. And this woman has a teenage son. But surprisingly enough, Luis never harms the sons
0: of the women that he decides to date. Um, so he he left the older woman at the grocery. He left Claudia. Okay, and now he's, and he's going on to on. some other woman some other who's other got chick. an older son. Okay. Yeah.
1: He never hurts any of the children, the sons of the women that he decides to date. Okay. But by now, by now, he's really kind of perfected his alibi and his reason to avoid having to spend time with the women mm-hmm. that he dates. Mm-hmm. Um, he travels, quote-unquote, Travels from town to town in search of work and then he'll send money back to the women that he's dating at a later time. What's he really doing? The sole purpose of this is so he can get his hands on children, young boys, and he can rape them and he can, you know, torture them and mutilate them. But again, at this time, up to this point, he has not killed anybody. Um, But still bad enough that you're
0: raping small
1: children. And he's torturing them. He's... Oh. I'm not, God, it sounds like I'm trying to condone one thing, but I'm not. You know, he's no, raping know. them
0: and he's cutting them. He's torturing right. them. Um, well, murder takes it to a new level. So yeah, he's at the, he's at the algae level. So like now when he starts murdering, he's going to go to like, you're worse than the algae or like the amoeba yeah. that's feeding off the algae. So. Yep.
1: <laughs> and you know, and here we go again with, with um, uh, yet another set of locals that think, that here's a, a man that enjoys being around young children because he's friendly. Again, I'm going to say it like I did on the Joaquin Kroll episode. Do not let your children. And I think Chrissy, you even said it on the mm-hmm. uh, Patty. Uh, do not let your children hang out with oh, older men. No period. And women just,
0: it's, it's not good. No, no bad. You should not have a relationship <clears throat> like that. I mean, I get family friends and whatnot, but you still family. Have, you have to be careful. Yeah. It,
1: there's just you know the the locals even gave him a nickname and i can't pronounce it because it's it's not in english but it meant goofy um and wait wait him goofy yeah they gave him a little nickname that meant goofy so the kids liked him he was a little bit of a goofball he was kind of timid he was kind of shy he had these glasses but Mm -hmm. um he was looking (laughs) he was looking he was preying on young boys right
0: I don't know that Goofy would have been the...
1: <laughs> yeah, and that's, to- that's the total opposite of what he will later be known as, which is the beast. Mm-hmm. And locals even recall seeing Luis leave with little boys um, while he was heavily drunk, but no one was suspicious enough about this behavior to come forward or even to intervene. <sighs> so in October of 1992, he kills his first boy, who was a teenager, By the name of Juan Carlos, Luis saw him when he was sitting in a bar. Juan walked by, and Luis decided to follow him. He would later claim that the moonlight that night awoke something evil inside of him and drove him to commit this murder.
0: The moonlight. The moonlight. So we're gonna blame it on the moon.
1: Now I can tell you it was already in him, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. Then I
1: think I think he had been. Honestly, I truly think that he had been trying to fight these urges for a long time, and he just
0: well, he sure, couldn't do it. Well, sure, but he was drunk, clearly. Well, so. he was
1: at a bar. Yeah, he had been drinking. I'm assuming he was heavily intoxicated. He follows him. He rapes him. He tortures him, and then he kills him. Now, Juan's body was found three days later, and he was very visibly tortured. He had several teeth that were missing, and his genitals had been severely mutilated. So
0: do we know how he died?
1: I don't know exactly how he died, but he was a combination of stabbing and string.
0: Okay. I was going to say, strangling. is it strangulation? Okay. Yeah.
1: So, um, yeah. Oh, that's just sad. Now this
0: is his first murder. Right? And how old is this kid?
1: Um, I just got that. He was a teenager. I don't oh, think oh, he was okay. any teenager that, um, I found was over the age of 15 or 16. Okay. So, Okay. Somewhere between thirteen and fifteen or sixteen, typically,
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, is where he liked to stay. And and boys, and especially male teenagers, like little girls look older. Right. Boys tend to look, I think, a little younger. Like yeah. My kids, you know, they still look like they're tr- freaking fourteen.
0: So. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, they, mine. Yeah. They don't look like. Mine is trying to grow. <laughs> He's got a little bit, a bit of a um, um, a, stash. a stash. And I'm like, dude, you shape that shit. You're 14, shape that shit. <laughs> I don't care. Oh, we're talking th- about that one. Yeah. yeah okay. I don't give a shit that you think it looks cool, but you look, shape that shit.
1: Maybe, maybe to all the other 14 year olds, it's cool.
0: Oh, yeah, you know it is. It's I, like, yeah, man, I got. I
1: got, I got Although my kids have a friend, their roommate, and I have known him since he was in the 7th or 8th grade and this guy has looked like a freaking 30-year-old man. I was going to say he looks since older since the
0: day I met him. Yeah. yeah. He Yeah. Will does not look like a 30-year-old. He looks like a 14 with a stash. I used to worry about Charles and Chandler. And they're like, you know, I don't know that
1: you guys should go to the basketball court. It's dark. And they're like, Mom, we're with 45-year-old Coleman. We're good. Like, that's fair. That's old. fair. Poor you Coleman. Guys, you guys have fun time. <laughs> they're like, who the hell is going to bother us? We got a freaking sheep herder right here. And he won't let anything happen.
0: Yeah, no. It just looks like I don't Will I
1: Coleman, if you're listening to this.
0: <laughs> Poor guy. But Will looks like he's got one of those fake stashes on. And it's it's light. It's patchy. Shave that shit. Aww. Anyway. You do whatever
1: you want, Will. No. <laughs> Shave that shit. So so, you know, after his first victim, it only took it only took Luis one week for him to decide to kill his second victim. And of course, with each murder, it's more gruesome and more violent. He really enjoyed torturing his victims and it did not take him long to figure out how to prolong this part of the attacks. So this is only his second murder. So he grief. begins, yeah. He starts to stab these young boys in areas of their body. Of course, it's not going to kill them. Their hands, their feet,
0: just something Um, to inflict pain because he feels pain. So it's like, yeah, he's inflicting pain where he felt it. Joys,
1: yeah, the torturing piece. And and when I say torture, these children are not dead. No, they're very much alive, and they're it's 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 terrible. Well, they're feeling
0: it. That's, that's, oh, God, that's terrifying. And by the
1: time he decides to go back home the following year, he has raped, tortured, and murdered 10 boys. Holy shit. Now, this does not include any of the boys that he raped and tortured prior to the first murder. Mm -hmm. Um, That number truly is unknown. And and ultimately, the numbers that I gave you uh, when I first started the podcast of 130 to 189 boys, that's completely a guesstimate it could be again well into the 300 it's 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 absolutely terrible and clearly i can't talk about every single one of them on this podcast but it's it's very easy for louise to get away with these murders and crimes because the country was already in a very violent state and it produced all sorts of victims and people like we said earlier, we're less likely to notice the deaths of the impoverished boys because they were so frequent, and they were on—you know—they're kind of like the drugs of society. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't something that they talked about, um, meaning no one really cared, and it's unfortunate. But <clears throat> they were able to explain away what had happened to them: satanic cults, homeless, drug dealers, alcoholics, political radicals—you name it. There was a whole slew of reasons they could just. Explain away. Explain away. Yeah. He started fairly early on keeping trophies of his kills. He even left a bag of trophies along with other personal items at one of his friends' house um, around 1994. So he's starting to take trophies of each of his victims. Now, it could be a tooth. Wow. teeth is all I got. I don't know what else you're going to take from a little boy. Um, And he started killing so many boys that he he couldn't carry them. He could not keep them all with him. So he started leaving them at a friend's house. And by 1995 and somewhere during all of his traveling, Luis took a bad fall and broke his leg pretty severely. Good. Well, and it, it is really good because this actually helps. Whenever they're investigating him, mm-hmm. it helps capture him. Oh, good. It's kind of interesting how that all works out. But he needed crutches and had to resort to making a living by begging on the street. So it was a, it was a pretty bad break. By now, he's in his late 30s, and he's on the move a great deal more than he was just years prior. <clears throat> his injured leg heals improperly, and it leaves him with a very noticeable limp. So much so that the soles of his shoes wear differently. So it's oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, however, it did not stop him, and his craving to rape, torture, and murder young boys was continuing to go sh- to just to go stronger. And it was around this time that Luis began disemboweling and decapitating some of his victims. Now it wasn't Ugh. every single one, but he started kind of like you say. This isn't enough anymore. The raping isn't enough. The raping and torturing isn't enough.
0: It just escalated. And now to, it's
1: just escalating yeah. to where he's disemboweling and decapitating some of his victims, not all of them.
0: And so when he's decapitating them and oh. disemboweling them, what is he doing with these? He's he's just leaving them to the side. Like, okay, yeah. I'm gonna just going to take your intestines and leave
1: it all. And so he was also beginning to leave bodies, which is perfect segue into this. He was starting to leave bodies out in the open. He was not really putting any effort in to trying to cover them up at at times. Mm-hmm. Um, and in 1996 he left four of his mutilated boys out in the open and only covered them with a tall plant.
0: So you leave four, like all wait a second, so did he have like all four of them in a row? Well, I don't know that they were in a row, oh, but okay. they were
1: all together. And okay. he left them out for you know um, whoever defines. Yeah, he only tossed a plant on them. Now, what kind of plant? I don't know. I'm thinking maybe some some palm leaves. Right. I don't know that it was a house plant that he tossed <laughs> on there. <laughs> what? They didn't like you know <laughs> yank just some a yellow jasmine. Grass we're just gonna throw it an- <laughs> up and toss on them. But yeah. he he's no longer. He's oftentimes not putting a lot of effort in trying to conceal his victims.
0: Because at this point, he just doesn't give a shit. I mean, he's, he's just gone. Yeah. Well, you got, I, I think at this point, you have killed so many people.
1: And we don't even know what that number is. Number is, is yeah. No it's idea. like
0: he's just got that egotistical, you know, feeling of no one can catch me. I haven't been caught yet. So what the and fuck? Just keep on Who going. Cares?
1: And later on... That year, he moves to another city and met a boy named Ronald Delgado. He was able to lure Ronald away from the safety of his friends and family. Luis rapes him, tortures him, and he decapitates Ronald. Mm. Now, Luis was seen by by many witnesses with Ronald, and he was arrested very quickly after Ronald's death. However, and unfortunately... Luis was able to convince the police of his innocence and they released him. So he was caught because there were eyewitnesses. Luis is calm. He's not agitated. He's almost like that H.H. H. Holmes we talked about many mm. weeks back where he just pretty good with words, you know. Yeah. Charismatic and, and, and to some
0: degree. He,
1: Yeah, to some degree. He's able to basically explain everything away and you've got the wrong person and I'm innocent. And they noted that... He seemed calm. He wasn't agitated. He wasn't, um, he just didn't act like someone who had just mutilated and tortured and decapitated a, a child.
0: Oh, my God. So, and this is the Colombian police.
1: Well, no, he's moved on to another city at this point. So he's kind of still traveling around. Um, this is not the Colombian.
0: Okay. Police. Well, whatever country. And, but he's still in
1: that area. Area. Yeah, right. He's still right, right. Area. So
0: he's, he's. Being investigated by – well, and, the, and if the – I don't know the situation of, of the city's in, but it makes me wonder, like, how well are the police trained to, you know, be able to spot somebody that's just killed a fucking small child and can't, I just, decapitated it, him? It's It's just – B- Scary. Well, yeah, because oh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm innocent. What are you totally talking about? Innocent. I don't know what you're talking about. No, okay, oh, we'll let you go. And in 1996, um, yeah, we had DNA then. I wasn't. I don't know that it was like super.
1: Maybe it was something that at that time that part of the country couldn't afford. Yeah, that's what sure, I was going to say. Yeah, they, they do actually use it later on. Yeah. so I'm a little baffled as to, <clears throat> um, what the hell. It was probably a cost.
0: Associated.
1: Yeah, oh likely. Well, and the the public wasn't screaming loud enough, I guess, right? (laughs) So in nineteen ninety-seven, a group of young children found a mass grave where over thirty young boys' dead bodies laid. How many? Thirty. Over thirty. Holy shit. So there was a group of young children playing, and they just, you know, they happened to find a mass grave where over thirty young boys bodies are i just can't believe it's, that that's
0: that's un, that's unreal I,
1: and all of the boys were at different decomposition decomposition stages sure. indicating that they had been put there totally at different times this wasn't someone who just killed 30 people or over 30 children at the at once mm-hmm. but this was a dumping spot
0: oh god that's that's unimaginable
1: and the similarities of their deaths were astounding so all of their legs now all of their legs and arms had been tied with nylon rope so they had been murdered tortured raped bound at a different location and then dumped at one spot some boys had
0: stabbed had been stabbed up to 46 times oh my god so it was, and the and these were, I I guess entrails, decapitation, like it didn't matter what it was, it was just different,
1: right? But they all had, there was enough similarities for them to think that they're really starting to open their eyes now, they're right? They're like, they're,
0: same person okay. must be doing this. Well, surely, Something's I mean, Something's
1: going on, right, right. So when this information was released to the public, so now this this is big, right? It's being released to the public across Colombia and the surrounding areas. The connections were starting to be made between what was just found and the increasing amount of missing boys across the country. The sheer amount of bodies that had been discovered, this number, I, I don't know what the total is at this time, but it was large enough at the time for the public to think that this could potentially be cult or organ trafficker related
0: organ oh my god i wouldn't i wouldn't have even thought that
1: i wouldn't have thought that either because i don't know what organs were actually missing but if they're starting to disembowel people
0: Get kidneys
1: you know uh, what's another one Kid- kidneys is the big one isn't it yeah kidneys and heart maybe
0: Oh, no, i mean never heard of that that it's the kidneys
1: when you're in the tub. tub
0: and you wake up and you're, <laughs> right. hey, you're going to die. Great. Why didn't you just fucking kill me?
1: Uh, and to make this even more complicated, most of the bodies discovered could not be identified. And even today, many of the victims are just completely unknown. So there's potentially hundreds of families that have never been notified and again but they let their
0: kids out on that they were like hey get out i can't afford you yeah get the fuck out
1: but again they were they were homeless and i don't know that they would have even known who their family was
0: to begin with exactly
1: so several months later in 1998 another discovery was found um it was an in the same city as the mass gravesite. And it was a young boy's body. And he had all the same trademarks of Luis's other victims. However, ashes surrounded this boy's body. There had been a fire the night that this boy was murdered and it actually helped to preserve some of the evidence. So,
0: woohoo. So there was ashes. How did the ashes help preserve? I don't
1: know. Well, so I don't know if he was set on fire or if he was set in An area that had
0: been on fire. Okay, okay. okay. But
1: Luis left behind his his glasses and they were burned on the left side.
0: Okay. He, He
1: left some cheap brandy, a screwdriver, a few documents, some money, and a pair of men's shoes and a piece of paper with an address on it. Mm-hmm. so this was a huge discovery interesting like, i know i don't understand i don't understand why he left all this evidence and i didn't get i didn't get the sense that they were hot on his trail and he had to take off so i don't know what happened here
0: I can tell you it's the cheap brandy <laughs> I'm sorry. That's fair. But I That's drank some fair. cheap brandy, and I can't remember where I, I left my glasses. So- Hell,
1: I can have a week to pack and not drink and still be like, Fuck, I forgot my toothbrush <laughs> or something exactly. important that I need. But so. cheap
0: Brandy's going to fuck you up even worse. Yeah. I'm just saying.
1: <laughs> and this was a huge discovery, right? Because they were able to tell so many things from this evidence, which is going to go back to what I was saying earlier in the mm-hmm. shoes. So the glasses told the police and investigators that the murder, the murderer most likely suffered from an eye condition that appeared to affect only men Around the age of 40 to 45 years.
0: I would like to know what that eye condition is. I don't know. It didn't say? It didn't say. Oh, that's some bullshit. And I
1: didn't go back and look. I was like, okay, that's interesting. I got to Google that shit. So the burns told investigators that the culprit was likely burned as well, which meant that their killer would have burns on the left side of, of um, his body. Mm-hmm. And the shoes, which were heavily worn, mostly on one side. So the person that they were looking for had a distinctive limp, more than likely caused by an injury to the left leg.
0: Okay, yeah, that and so that's his gimp leg, so
1: Yeah, and the things that they're able to tell to tell from from just a the few evidence, items yeah. is just it's so interesting. Yeah. So you're like, oh, they're just some shitty glasses, I'm gonna toss them. No. No.
0: No. I know this want... prescription
1: is typically issued for people who have this mm-hmm. disease or eye condition eye condition yeah and I don't wear glasses so I
0: don't know what the right words are but yeah interesting
1: unfortunately this evidence and the investigators interpretation left room for error which of course it always does and it did not help when a boy went to the police to report an attempted rape and police believed that based on the information that this boy provided that they had their man his name Pedro Pablo Ramirez Garcia
0: So, completely wrong dude. Not the right
1: guy. Um, Also known as Pedro Pechuga.
0: Okay, yeah, sure.
1: And it was easy to see why police were so easily convinced that he was the killer. Because Pechuga had a limp. He had a history of sexual assaults. Oh. Not only that, he also sold honey in the same kinds of bottles that the cheap brandy had been found in. Oh,
0: but did he have an eye condition?
1: Um, he did not have the eye condition. Okay. Uh, Pechuga was cleared only because while he was incarcerated, four more, this is not funny, but four more bodies were found.
0: Okay. So which... he
1: was, he was held. He was questioned. They're like, no, we have our man. We have our
0: man. Like, no, you don't. Yeah. Clearly you don't buddy.
1: <laughs> and now around the same time, Luis who was on the list of suspects for his past close cause with the law began to fear capture, and he left. He leaves the area, and he takes off, and he goes to Ecuador. Oh, okay. So, of course, you know, he's unable to stop himself from killing more boys, but around this time, he was easily suspected due to being a foreigner. So he's completely new in Ecuador. Nobody knows who he is, and, you know, he might as well have a target on his back right now. Mm -hmm. Um, So Luis didn't like it. He felt like there was too much heat. And he decided that he was going to go back to his native country. So he's going back to Colombia. Meanwhile, um, there is a task force that's been created to track down Luis, A.K.A. the Beast, who by now had killed children in over seventy places in Colombia and Ecuador. Jeez. And I'm saying places um, because there could be, you know, small towns and villages. Um, and then, you know, they also. I, I, I say deputy dog, but they also brought on a deputy De- dog.
0: <laughs> deputy dog.
1: Um, and I'll call him Duran because that's his last name and I cannot pronounce his first name. Um, and so he was he was basically the, the big honcho, the main man in charge, to, you know, hey, we got to get this guy. We got to get him off the street. Um, and so basically Duran is able to track down some information and they think they have some information, and they think they have Luis Gar- Garavito's in full name. So they're pretty well convinced at this time that they have a name to match the serial killer.
0: Oh, okay. So they're they're close. So it's
1: all starting to come to an end yep. for Luis, right? So on April twenty second, nineteen ninety nine, at seven fifteen p.m., the police receive a call from an auto store employee who's reported that there's a terrified boy. His name is uh, John Ivan Sabugal. We'll just
0: call him Ivan. Yeah, let's do that. (laughs) (laughs) Who's claiming that,
1: you you know, but guys, do you see why I saved us all from saying this city, this town, this country? I said that instead of trying to butcher all these.
0: I know, so then you get nasty emails that are like, (laughs) you dumb bitch. Like, Like, Let me just record how you're supposed to say this, you
1: stupid. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> <laughs> so the police rush to the spot, right? Like, oh my gosh, there's this kid. There's a man who just tried to rape him. We got to get over there. We got to see what's going on. Well, Ivan's is there, and Ivan's mother Maria is there um, because they they called her to confirm that this is their that this was her son, and it was. So Ivan had managed to escape. Uh, he he managed to escape capture from Luis. The serial killer the merciless serial killer good and also him. from an extremely painful death however at that point the police were searching the area and they you know they could not find the rapist anywhere um i've been told the police that the kidnapper had taken him deep into the woods and had stripped him and had tied him up
0: oh my god
1: he pulled a knife out Ivan began to scream, and um, you know his screams attracted the attention of a homeless uh, pot smoker <laughs> <A> <laughs> who came over pot. to <laughs> rescue him. <laughs> it's like some some homeless dude that's just trying to get
0: high. Gets I was going to say he's just trying to fucking no smoke deep, a doobie. Right? God. <laughs>
1: so this homeless man comes over and he starts to challenge Luis. He's throwing stones at him, which scares Luis enough to um, panic him. He cuts the kid loose and he ordered him to, to run and then he takes off. So Ivan... Um, you know, just did what he could. And he knew that yelling and screaming got him out of trouble. And he ran towards the homeless man and the two of them ran away together. Uh, um, Luis, with his knife in his hand, pursued both of them for just a while. But then he gave up because he didn't want to get caught. And then, of course, the two went to the auto store owner and they immediately called the police.
0: Well, I am happy for the little boy. I know. I
1: don't... Clearly, in right, the pot smoker, right? In pot smoker. I'm I mean, sure his buzz terrible. was killed at that moment. Buzz Killington. <laughs> so, you know, police searched for who we know is Luis, and um, they were unable to find him, and they decided to head back to the police station with Ivan and Ivan's mother, and of course, the pot
0: smoker. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I find that so funny. I just I think it's awesome. like I keep, you know, envisioning like Willie Nelson. And he's, like, got, you know, some weed in his hand. He's got a joint. He's throwing rocks. So, so they're they're all on their... He's, like, singing on the road again. I don't know. Just, I'm sorry.
1: Hey, you know what? I'm it delusional. worked. It worked. But... They all almost died. (laughs) I mean, that's fair. But but it worked. It worked. As long as it worked. So Ivan, Maria, this homeless pot smoker who I have no name for, they're all in the police car and they're headed back to the police station so they can be questioned. Well, Ivan suddenly sees the man who attacks him and he points him out and he says, you know, hey, that's the dude. You got to get him. That's the guy. That's the guy. That's the guy. So they stop. They arrest the person that Ivan has identified as being his attacker. Good. And of course, they, he gives him a fictitious name that I just, um, I'm gonna go ahead and try it here.
0: Oh gosh, spell it out Bono
1: Fascio Marrero Liscato.
0: Wait, so Bono, like you too, Bono?
1: Bono, it's Bono,
0: f- let's just call him Bono. We'll just call We're him just Bono. gonna call let's just call him Bono. I so, like it.
1: So Luis has given a fake name.
0: Okay.
1: So that name was not on the list of the 25 suspects suspects Mm -hmm. that the police had prepared and had. And I'm sure he has no
0: identification.
1: Clearly. Yeah, nothing, right? Um, The police had no reason to suspect that they had somebody quite as dangerous as this serial killer. Mm -hmm. Because the prisoner didn't seem anxious. He didn't seem agitated. He didn't seem aggressive. And he didn't seem dangerous in any way. He was calm
0: again okay and cool
1: yep so however when the prosecutor aya got to know of this arrest he paid the prisoner a visit and did not fail to note all these striking resemblances that bono okay had to their serial killer okay and now you know this fake name bono was not on any of the lists that they had the 25 list the serial killer the police were looking for we know had this this limp he had the glasses to indicate that he had some sort of eye condition and those other things that we you know we talked about earlier and he also aya the prosecutor also noted that his signature on each document signed by him in police custody was different which also was beginning to raise additional questions and suspicions
0: so aya is catching on. He's catching on the investigators
1: investigating the murders of the children committed by the serial killer who they actually have in custody. They just don't know. We'll know yet, it. Right? Yeah, It's
0: not confirmed. <laughs> right.
1: Um, we're invited. They're all invited. Hey, you guys from Ecuador, you guys from Colombia. come on down. Let's exchange the information that we have. Let's sit in a room and have a powwow and let's talk about it. And so mm-hmm. they wanted to talk with the prosecutor, a, and they wanted to, to, you know, just put it all out on the table. Let's see what you have. Let's figure out if this person that we have in custody is a serial killer that we've been looking for because the prosecutor is starting to think that he's the serial killer. Okay, good, good, good. Catching on. Catching on. So the investigators had adequate understanding of their suspect. They suspected that given the kind of person that Luis was, it was likely that he had... Other records, you know, uh, other arrest records. Mm-hmm. He had clearly had he had to have some sort of history or past, and they had to have been stored somewhere, and clearly somewhere else, which could help them obtain, you know, a conviction identification, and would at least be solid evidence. Mm-hmm. So now they had a challenge to basically try to figure out what this was, and it was difficult given the circumstances because this suspect was not forthcoming at all. And the investigators were able to track down and find Umbar Toro, who was one of Luis's best friends, and also had the personal effects
0: and trophies (gasps) that he had kept because he he left all that shit at his friend's house Yep. and wait, his friends, his friend knew what was going on the whole time.
1: I don't know that he knew what was going on the whole time. He was just
0: like, here, hold this bag of things. Well,
1: and so that, that's what, that's what she thought it was like, Hey, we just, I just need to dump this stuff, stuff off here. I've lost my job. I'm having a panhandle, whatever. I'm on crutches, whatever bullshit excuse he left. Yeah. yeah, sure, toss it in the
0: Whatever. Yeah, I can't say. I mean, you know, well, we're I both- clearly would be going through your shit. I need oh you to know God, that. Oh, my God. I know. Thank you. I was like, <laughs> I love you dearly. And I'm not going to rat you out, but I'm going to be like, what the So fuck? the first
1: the first night I ever spent in Christy's house, I was watching her dogs. I called her. I'm like, I'm, I'm just digging in your closet. She knew because I was like, what the fuck? How many pairs of shoes do you have? I'm add? like, in, I'm all in her closet. I went through every drawer. I've opened every cabinet. And now I also have a friend from way back in the day named Wendy Suter. So if she's listening to this, she knows exactly. Because I used to go in her house in front of her and start opening drawers. She's like, God damn, Carrie. So yeah.
0: <laughs> I do the same thing, though. I mean, I can't. Oh, yeah. It, it, it's just who I am.
1: I, I get, so, so this knows never works live. <laughs> of course, you can leave your bag here. But you know what's going to happen? I'm totally going, going gonna through, gonna that go through that it? shit. Sure, I won't look at it at all. Just set it over there. Yeah, right. <laughs> so the investigators get in touch with... Umbar Toro, and I will call her Miss Toro, um, one of Luis's really good friends.
0: Oh, so it's a Mrs. It's
1: a female, right? Uh, yeah. Um, no. And they are basically saying she needs hey, her
0: female card revoked. Right. You go through that shit. I mean, you. you. Jesus.
1: <laughs> so they enlist her help and her assistance. They need to get more information. And so the investigators request and ask her and eventually pay her to visit Luis in prison. Wearing a wire. Now, oh, again, okay. I know I'm using Luis's name and Bono's name and all these other names, but at this time, investigators do not know that he is, is Luis, Luis okay. and he has not officially been
0: identified to the as the serial killer. So this chick thinks she's going to go talk to Bono? And she she does does she take a record or a cd to have like
1: she's wearing a wire (laughs) yeah right to get it can i get your signature can i get your autograph
0: i'm going to talk to Bono.
1: so she has a really long (laughs) casual conversation with Luis. okay during the time you know during that conversation he reveals that there's another bag containing some additional belongings Mm -hmm. and um you know gets gives her the address and gives her the location of that bag and the police, of course, did not have much problem getting a hold of the bag, which well, contained a number of documents.
0: He's so stupid. I think, yeah. It, How fucking stupid? I wouldn't, I'd be like, bag? I don't know what you're talking about. I would not have. And my name is Bono. Duh. <laughs> so the bag contained
1: documents, including photographs of boys, oh, papers, God. and, and here's the thing, and a paper with some marks scribbled on it. So the marks look very random at first, they couldn't make much, much sense of it. But later on the, what do you think those marks were? What do you think those marks were that were scribbled on this piece of paper?
0: I I guess where he buried the bodies?
1: No, it was his personal count of all of his victims that he had into that.
0: Oh, like marks, like tick marks. I'm sorry. I was thinking like he was like, yeah, yeah. Oh my God.
1: So samples of Luis's hair, blood, they were all sent to the DNA laboratory to match them with evidence that they had collected from many other crime scenes, hopefully Mm -hmm. all of them. Um, And of course, in order to verify that the partially burnt glasses found at the crime scenes did belong to Luis, an eye examination was necessary. But it was tricky because they didn't want Luis to catch on. Yeah. And so basically they ordered eye exams... Of all of the prisoners. Prisoners. everyone who had been in, incorporated. So um, they didn't want him to lie during... Who had it, been incarcerated. Who They didn't want Luis to lie during the eye exam. Eye exam. defeated the purpose. And right. then, while they were doing the eye exam, the author, authorities subjected... Um, the authorities basically went through his room to gather additional um, DNA evidence, mm-hmm. whatever they could. And so... So the authorities subjected all the prisoners to an eye examination and made it look like it was a routine exercise. So they didn't want anyone to get suspicious. And it was during this time that when Luis was given the eye exam that invest- investigators collected additional hair samples from his jail cell for a DNA test. And they send it off. Now, the whole time Luis is incarcerated while they're waiting the DNA samples to come back, the results to come back, and they come back positive.
0: It's a match,
1: and it's a match. So, Luis was arrested and claimed his name still was this Bonifacio Moreno Lizcano, even though DNA evidence basically says look you're
0: you're full of shit you're
1: you're lying once they confronted him with all this evidence he he essentially he breaks down and he confesses to his
0: crimes oh wow so he just caved so this is yeah he
1: and then you know he starts to diary of the mouth is is really what I like to say so i <laughs> this guy you know i can't think of a sentence Death is too easy, mm-hmm. right? I can't think of a sentence that oh, no, I feel is is what he deserves, and it's sad, right? Um, well, And he eventually did cooperate after he lied several times sure. and tried to convince police officers that he was not a serial killer, a torturer, or a rapist. He did not disembowel or mutilate young young boys. All right. But... Um, He did eventually cooperate, and he, Luis was sentenced after his jury, after his trial, he was sentenced to 1,853 years and nine days in prison.
0: It's so funny that why, I feel like in America, we're like, okay, you've got consecutive life sentences, yeah, but 1,000, I mean, maybe it's just the country of Columbia, I don't know, but can you imagine? I've never, heard, I mean, I, I, I just never heard of that sentence. I hadn't either. A, a, a thousand years. It doesn't even make sense. It doesn't. It was well, like doesn't make sense. Well, it's was like the Patty DeLuca or or an, uh, excuse me, Patty and Frank DeLuca case, and they were. It was I don't know how many life sentences. It was multiple and multiple. But I'm like, you're never gonna live that out. Yeah. Why? Why? Why not just say? You are in prison for the rest of your life. You will die in prison at yeah. the end. And, and this... Why even put a number on it? I, 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 I'm sorry. I'm I just, got nothing. It's just, to no, me, it's, it's stupid.
1: It's, well, and, and it's stupid. And this next part is, part is very frustrating. So this clearly is the longest sentence in, that's ever been handed out mm-hmm. in Colombia that they had ever heard of at this time, right? Right. However, there is a Colombian law that prohibits prison sentences over 40 years. Shut the fuck up. Due to his cooperation and legal loopholes, Luis's Lewis's sentence was reduced to 22 years. Shut your fucking because mouth. Because he helped um, cooperate and, and, and lead police Holy- and Holy, so we're going to
0: reward you for telling the truth after you bit people's balls and dicks off and, you know, pulled little boys intestines out and decapitated them. I don't understand. How is that a reward? He, Why? He is considered
1: to be one of the most prolific serial killers Fuck. of all time. He that reportedly just reportedly a model prisoner <gasps> and he hopes to be free soon and plans to become an advocate for children's welfare and awareness.
0: Shut your You know what? I'm going to punch you in the face right now just because you said that. That is so true. If you weren't far away, I'd
1: punch you in the face. She totally can punch me right now. I mean, I could. My arm's not, like,
0: that long. (laughs) But if I stood up, I could. I can't believe that. It's, 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 holy, I got, I got nothing. So
1: he could very well, he could very well, um, he could very well be out on the streets in, in our lifetime. And very likely will.
0: And I, now
1: what I don't know is I know here in the United States, they got to go through the, um, they have to, they have to advocate and, and speak to a parole board. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah I yeah. don't
0: know that they have that there. He may just, it's 40 whatever years and then you're out. I mean, if that's what his sentence was, you don't, it, as long as you've served your full time, you well, don't have to go through parole. I, well, I mean he
1: didn't you're he's done. He's not even gonna serve the full forty years. They reduced it to twenty two years.
0: Well yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. He should he should so, at least serve the forty. I mean, I just don't so right? after twenty two years. After twenty
1: two years because he helped find You're done. Because he was able, but the thing is, is like he he showed them where he did hide, and I'll we'll post some of the pictures where we have. Now I don't know that they were it was every single victim, but these victims, many of them could never be identified because mm-hmm. they were homeless. He didn't know their names. I'm sure that's not he, you know something that they discussed before he right disemboweled and decapitated them. So to me, this guy is. Ugh. A piece of shit. Yeah, and he's getting away with murder. Again, he's a model citizen <laughs> You mean mod- model? A model prisoner, I'm sorry. He's a model prisoner. Because there prisoner. aren't any little
0: boys around.
1: Right. He's got nothing. He probably is... It's very disheartening, and I hope... it makes me I'm sad. sure. I'm sure the community will take care of him. Oh, I hope they do. I'm sure he will get out of jail, and How the we- citizens of Ecuador and Colombia will find
0: some sort of justice. Well, how he hasn't been killed in prison is, is well, interesting. Because here
1: people who murder little, you know, young children and less like that's,
0: they like are is, targets yeah. to get whacked.
1: So yeah, that's, that's the story of Luis Garavito and probably like, you know, I don't know. So what do you think? Is he grosser than Joaquin? You know, I can't... I'm telling you, see, I'm torn. I don't know.
0: I, I don't... Yeah, I don't know. I, I I, feel like Joaquin's pretty fucking nasty. I mean, the cannibalism thing and the necrophilia, to me, that is... That's some fucking nasty shit. You were... And, and in my head, you're... You're just born fucking evil. Yeah. This guy, I feel like, as you said, you know, Louise would would possibly have gone down a different road had he had some real help. I personally feel like he was just an angry, angry, angry person. Because
1: of the abuse and Be- the torture. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. I, I'm just, no, I don't I know.
1: 100%. So I, they're both sick and disgusting to me. Um, yeah. I think, you know, for you to, to, to young children, animals, you know, the elderly for you to try to oh, just,
0: he's just hurt
1: saying, something that can't defend itself yeah. or doesn't know that's a how power. to, yeah, that's it's, a, it's it strictly yeah. is a power thing. You can see why yeah. he's like that. Well, or was like that. No doubt. Like that.
0: And, and I can tell you in net, in my podcast next week, it's, it's going to be a little bit more of the same thing. Um, and it's definitely going to be a nature versus nurture and how did how did this shit happen because the guy we're going to talk about is he was a mean motherfucker like i would I'm excited then and it's it is most disgusting thing. I'm actually, and I've read the book a multiple times.
1: Are you gonna say his name? I don't even know who it is, guys. Are you gonna say? His name? so
0: i'm I'm gonna let you I'm gonna let you stew for a few for right, for a little a few more bit. Days. But um, yeah, the book that I'm reading and I've read again multiple times has been it's out of print now. And so it 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 took me um everything I could and and scoured and scoured and scoured to locate. Um, the book so um, we'll post it soon yay. but yeah it's it, it's definitely disgusting yay so. so
1: well you guys that's all I have check us out please on Facebook give us a like and a follow Instagram Twitter send in email oh by the way Chrissy doesn't even know this yet either I'm looking what? at our. What? tell eyeballs. me tell me tell me I created a YouTube channel
0: so you, oh my god you do things and don't it's, it's awesome it's
1: awesome but now it's it's an empty youtube channel now there is literally nothing out there but i think what i'd like to do is have a camera so y'all can see well so we don't we don't actually have we could do that eventually but we could actually put like a field of daisies and just us talking
0: <laughs> a field of daisies while we talk about you know people being gutted and decapitated. to
1: yeah, maybe maybe some orca wells some necrophilia
0: some seals
1: or something like that we'll figure it out <laughs> but yeah so i i did that um this week and we're Definitely looking to um, to you know get more followers. We really enjoy the feedback that we get from our listeners. So if you guys, you know, have any feedback, please um, send us an email at status Macab. It's macab.com. God, there's so much to say. What were we
0: fucking thinking? I don't know. We were drunk.
1: <laughs> and Chrissy and I have decided if we get what's their number of followers?
0: Oh, it's gonna be it was five thousand? No, it was
1: fifty thousand. Oh,
0: that will never happen. No. Oh did we say five thousand then? I don't know. But you'll Anyway, ahead. there's
1: a number that we're gonna get to and once we get to this number we're gonna get matching status macabre tattoos.
0: <laughs> Which means nobody like us.
1: <laughs> that no, should don't hurt. Listen to her. Oh, that's right, Chrissy. It it does hurt. It does hurt. Chrissy's
0: yeah, I had a tattoo Real quick story before we end this shit got a tattoo again while I was in Key West and I am literally still in pain <laughs> so there we go
1: although and I I love Marissa I love her to death um, that's where I've gotten the last two yeah tattoos. Southern
0: southernmost tattoo they are it,
1: awesome I think every artist in there um, is fabulous is, is amazing um, but she she definitely does. She definitely does apply a decent amount of pressure so that she ain't going to fade anytime soon. Yeah,
0: no, nope.
1: So, all right, guys, thanks for checking us out, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.